Episode 191 Above Ground Podcast, The Battle of Evermore. Disclaimer, the hosts of this podcast, Will Foley and TPP, are not medical professionals, and this is not medical advice. Both Will and TPP have firsthand experience with mental illness. They have their own perspective and own thoughts on mental health challenges. Above Ground Podcast was birthed to help those who struggle with their mental health through honest dialogue. By speaking openly and sharing tools, they foster connection. By fostering connection, they convey hope. With connection and hope, we can continue to increase awareness. These conversations aim to break down the walls while building stronger foundations for positive mental health. This is Above Ground Podcast. Coming at you live with real conversations about mental health from the perspective, it's time for Above Ground Podcast. Now your hosts, TPP and Will Foley. Hey, what's up everyone? Welcome to episode 191 of Above Ground Podcast. Above Ground Podcast, because you can't serve below. No, you cannot. And you know what we are entering in? We are entering into the battle of evermore. The battle of our minds. That's right. It's a battle, everybody. It's a battle royale. It's a, ba- it's a battle royale. And all those emotions, they're all the wrestlers running down to the ring one by one. Fear, guilt, miss, <laughs> depression, yes. depression, mayhem, despair. They're all in there. They're battling it out for your mind. Oh. <laughs> Here comes bipolar. Bipolar. <laughs> Off the top rope with. Well, that's a condition, though. That's not an emotion. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I got a little. So, I just you I, got a little carried. I tried away to there. be part of the party. Bipolar is actually the announcer. Okay. <laughs> there we go. The bipolar rock and roller. So what are we talking about, Will? Well, we're talking about the battle of the mind, man. The mind is dangerous, and mm. maybe that our mind could pose the biggest hurdle that we have. And I how believe. do we get over those hurdles? I believe so. You do. I do. How do you flip the script on the mind and realize that the power goes both ways? How do you do that? Because the mind can work as a very positive thing, but it can work as a very negative thing, that yin and yang, that balance. Because it's okay to have some negative thoughts about things. I mean, and it's and it's healthy to have positive thoughts. So how do you weigh that battle? Like when you put those things on the well, scale. Yeah, I think, like you said, balance. Um, you know, I think... Uh, allowing yourself to number one have compassion for yourself and then you know be open enough to agree with some of it and be okay with not agreeing with some of it so by not agreeing with some of it we question it is that how we start we start questioning because we always talk about like you know believing all the believing all the stuff that we becoming aware And, and and zeroing in and maybe dissecting it and and asking the questions um, you know for each tentacle or whatever have you what happens though if you're scared of your mind what happens if you're scared of finding that a you're either more more powerful and smart than you think you are or what happens if you're not as smart as you think you are are you afraid of that too because I think that that does pose a problem with people yeah. 
Yeah, I think people think that they know more than they really do. And I think, and it comes to humility again of being able to say that you don't know as much as you do. Because I got to say, man, I know less now than I did 20 years ago. Because (laughs) because what I've done is, is I've gone back to really understanding why I feel the way I feel, why I think the way I think, and what that's done to me over the years. And it's only been in the last few years or so, so that I've really come to realize that now I'm putting the pieces back together. Are you you when you say you realize it, you mean you realize that it was your own thoughts that created these it was my own thoughts that created the reality I had, whether it was the thoughts of what I believe somebody right. thought of me or worse, what I thought of myself. Right. And which wasn't which we've talked about before and you think about your what you think about yourself doesn't isn't necessarily always true. Right. And how other people view you is a lot different than you view yourself. Right. And we've we've talked yep. about that. But I think the 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 main kicker is whether it's true or not, when it's in your mind, you tend to believe it. That's true. You we think we believe everything that's in our mind is actually is accurate. Right. And it's not. No. They're just thoughts. And right. wh- how many thoughts do we have a day? Like um. Like three million thoughts a day, random thoughts a day that we just, however, I've realized this though. If we have that many thoughts, most of those thoughts surround the same things. Lack, limitation, doubt, doubt, absolutely. At least, at least I think that's what people do is they spend time on the mental treadmill running back and forth Mm -hmm. between doubt and limitation and lack and and divide and and not and separateness as opposed to being whole. And I I I don't know if if wholeness is hmm. a byproduct of having your mind straight or if if wholeness is a if wholeness is actually a a thought of mind. That's a good oof. Oof. I think I think in my opinion wholeness is is body and mind that are more in tune. You know, mm-hmm. I don't I I think do I you think, think healing plays into that though? Yeah, yeah, for sure. <coughs> but I I um I I can't think of the word I'm, I I want to use. But um I I you know, it's, I think it's because I think it's I don't know. I'm more on the cognitive side of things where, you know, it starts with the thought and then the thought creates, you know, the action or whatever emotion and then the action, you know, thinking, feeling, and then doing. Is it the chicken or the egg? Yeah, I know, but I'm just, yeah. I'm just, because I I realize now, like after all these years of hearing that saying, I understand what that means now. It's like, is it it the chicken or the egg first? Because... Somebody had to create the egg, <laughs> right? Know. Or or something had to happen to create that egg. So is it the chicken or the egg? And what? is it... What were you going to say? Well, no, I was just going to say one way to kind of um, help kind of, uh, you know, I guess get a clearer picture um, would be to, you know, to focus on the states of mind. So... There's the reasonable mind, or some people call it the rational mind. There is 
on the other end, there's the emotional mind. And in the middle is the wise mind, which obviously is, that would be a great place to be. <laughs> so the wise mind is where wisdom comes from. Correct. So you have to take, so it's, it's the, go through it, that again. I'm sorry. The, the, the reasonable mind, reasonable or, ra- mind. or the, rational mind. Yeah. Um, or the on, emotional mind. And on the other on the other end is the emotional mind. And then in the middle is the wise mind. Like you said, that's where the wisdom comes. I think the wise mind is the middle path. Right. Because, I get that. You know what I mean? Right. So it's it's bringing it's 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 part reasonable and part emotional. You know what I mean? It's a right. nice it's a nice balance. It's a nice blend. It's a nice blend. Too. It's like that so, good rhythm in the headphones. But if you're if you're stuck far on the emotional mind that's you know very emotion focused you know and if you're if you're focused on the emotion like you said some of the emotions yeah you're feeling it but the reason why you're feeling it may be false and you know how it can be if you're ruled by your emotions and if you're ruled by your moods and you know what i mean if you As don't I have, have that, been for many years right if you don't have that emotional regulation as I like to say, um, it can it can wreak havoc. But what happens if you get stuck in the rational mind and you become cynical and, and um, jaded? Because re- I think I really do think that that's what happens, though. And I think that the balanced person has has that middle way of, of right. blending and, them both in a nice mixture. In the in the reasonable mind, you're ruled by f- facts, reason, logic. Values and feelings aren't necessarily in the mix. It's again, it's the one side. You know, it's like it's almost like the opposite of the emotional mind. Sure. Yeah. So uh, try listening to the first couple Van Halen records without headphones, and or with headphones, and then take one can off your ear, and you'll hear what a rational mind and an emotional mind is. Because when you hear the mix, some of the instruments aren't in the same. Uh, are in the same thing. So it's like, whoa, wait a second. Why am I only hearing Michael Anthony and David Lee Roth and I'm not hearing Eddie right. Van Halen at all? Like you're not hearing the guitars at all. Hmm. So we get a bad mix if we if we're too far on either side where the the middle path blends it. It's A B. It's, it's, it's a good blend. Yeah, it's a good blend. It's a good place to be. Um you know, I think uh, which we've talked about before doing, you know, if you're in the, if you're, if you're more in the wise mind, that's when you can say to yourself, like almost like stop and say, you know, is, is, is this what I'm thinking real? You know, is it fact or fiction or is, is these behaviors that I'm doing, are they, you know, helpful or are they hurtful? That's in the middle. Right. The middle way. Yeah, yeah. But being able to question things without right, right. without making them about yourself and just question Correct. the things. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Cause I'm I'm really like you would think that rational thought would be good too, but having too much of that can create, you know, you gotta have proof. You can't so that yeah, means I think- means faith falls out of that because which I which granted Although you know, some people would probably argue, but <laughs> Well, yeah, some people probably would argue, but that argument would be lost on me because, because <laughs> I, because I, personally, I think if you have too much rational thought, you would be like, "What the fuck was that all about?" That's yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Because yeah, no, I agree. In rationale, you're like, uh, think, "Okay, were you on drugs when you wrote that?" I think certain certain 
times, certain situations, you know, it might even be better to be a little bit more on the rational side of things. Sure. There's always a balance. I mean, yeah. you can mix the balance, you yeah, know, just yeah, because, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, just because in the, in the unity, <laughs> just because in unity, it's, it's okay. Sometimes you got to have that to the left a little bit because right. you may not want that guitar solo completely there blasting out exactly. both ears. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And I think it, I think it, the overall, will help kind of um, make it so your mind isn't as dangerous. You know what I mean? Do you think the mind is dangerous when it's stuck in one or the other? Do you think that that's where... that... (sighs) Let me say this. I don't don't know if I would say the mind (coughs) itself is dangerous, but it can lead to dangerous things. Okay. You know what so, I mean? because like emotional dysregulation, impulsivity, those kinds of things. Like, yeah, they, you think that, but do you think that those things stem from from being too stuck in one way or the other? Or do you think that that it's possible to? I think that yeah, I don't know if it's that black and white, but I do think that's a huge part of it. I think being stuck. Having those thoughts are, you know, more based on, again, the situations that got us to where we are now, you know, so, you know, childhood experiences and and situations through our life and to where we are now combined that can, you know, I think that itself will dictate where you're going to be in more in the wise mind, more in the emotional mind. And if you're, you know, stuck like with anything, if you're stuck in, you know, if you're stuck in depression, it's it's a bitch to get out. Yeah, it is a bitch to get out. So if you're stuck in the in, in the emotional mind, you are going to be blind to the facts. But here's the thing, though. Do you think you can still be stuck in depression and be rational? Because the way it seems I, is I like... Think so. Like you can't you? because if you were you rational, know? no, I'm not saying I, I'm not I'm not voicing my opinion about it. I'm a, I'm asking the question because that's kind of the way it sounded when you made the the comment about being stuck in the emotional mind, and I just wonder if sometimes too much rationality does the same thing because you can question things till the sun till the sun comes up and goes down, but that doesn't get you any further either. So is that? That's almost the two sides of the same coin, right? Could be. Because, I mean, you need emotion. Emotion does serve a purpose. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Just like rationale serves a purpose. Right, and I think that's why, you know, I think depending on the situation you're in, you know, emotion definitely serves a purpose, but as we mentioned numerous times before, you know, with, like, things like anxiety... Is if you're stuck there, you know, and it's it becomes a compulsion. If you are stuck in the emotional mind and you're always, you know what I mean, you're always raging, you're always controlled by your emotions. It that's a dangerous path. <laughs> and I think the same thing comes from the irrational mind yeah, too. Yeah. You can certainly be stuck in the rational yeah. mind. And yeah, I just used emotional right, but you can be stuck in and and again, I think that. That could be just as dangerous because if you're basing, uh, you know, we're, I would, I think for some reason I'm envisioning more of like a big corporation is going to be, 
you know, these are these are the, these are the facts, and they're not thinking of the workers that are. You know what I mean? There's no kind of emotion. Well, systems don't think of people right. because systems aren't made to think of people. Right. Systems do exactly what systems are supposed to do. So it's not it's not exactly. It's the people that make the choices about how those systems work and what those systems become and how those yes. systems are cultivated. Right. Right. Yep. For sure. Within the rational mind, though, where do you, how do you start tapping into one or the other if you are a little bit too emotional or if you're a little too rational and you're like, this, you become cynical? Like, think, how do you start integrating some of the other parts of yourself into the picture now to bring it to bring it more center? I how think, do you get the mix down well, right? I think by, I mean, doing any kind of grounding is going to be a, a big help. You know, being able to um, kind of step back for a second and and take a couple deep breaths. Okay. Do you think a rational mind, though, I, I, yeah, can can focus on those things? I mean, I I don't think in an in an ir, irregulated emotional mind that you can concentrate on those things. So I wonder if in a, an irregular regulated mind or a rational mind, if you can actually grasp those things either. Although I I, I, I <clears throat> this is just me. I feel like. In the rational mind, you could you have a better shot of doing it than if you were in the emotional mind. I think because in the rational mind, if it's your ration, if you're being rational about it, you are there's a there's a problem that needs to be solved. So in your mind, you're going to solve that problem. But does it create more problems? By trying to solve that problem, sure, because that's the question. Because that's really what it's about, I guess. At at the essence of it yeah. is that battle of okay, what needs to be fixed? What do I accept? And then what creates the whole? Right. Yeah. So I think at, uh, <coughs> again, at the heart of it all is just being aware, because without being mindful of it, you don't. You just go into the battle with what you got and you know you just go in blindly yeah and and maybe that's more emotional mind but you you need to kind of before the battle maybe get battle ready and and put on some armor and be like you know think to yourself okay i need to kind of go at this with emotion but almost like controlled emotion you know be able to kind of um, think on your feet, you know, navigate through things without being stuck. So being in the middle is just a common, a good combination right. of the rational and emotional. Correct. Remotional. <laughs> remotional, yes. Remotional. 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 Yeah. I got a remotional rhyme now. <laughs> I'm all cool, man. I'm in the middle, I man. Think the, I think the middle is where you would just less... It's less being, it's less doing, it's almost letting, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, because it's interesting that you chose those words, because it is almost letting, isn't that, that's what the middle way is all about. It's all about just being able to, 
to to go through and then not kind of let go let go of the things that you have no control over right right and then not be overly controlling of the things you do have control over right <laughs> which makes it hard for a rational person because a rational person is going to say well i can control variable a b and c so why does d matter if i can control the rest Bingo. but it's the th- fact that d makes up the rest of it yeah even though that they're as you like to say even though they're separate they're still part of the nothing is separate right that's the thing that's the that's the weird thing about stuff is that nothing is separate even though we're just taught a bunch of separateness right which makes it pretty hard for us to go with a rational mind and say, well, how could this be if this, or in a rational mind, you're like, well, if part A doesn't add up to part B and part C doesn't fit either, then none of it fits. So let me ask you this, with kind of just going by what we were just talking about with the with the three, do you think there is, you, I guess the middle, I guess the middle, I just answered my question. The I'm thinking like, what, which one would be more, you'd be more present in? Well, I think the middle is where you're present. Okay. However, if you look at it in a sense of... I, cause, so, I mean, that's the perfect thing. Like, you try and stand for five minutes and just be and, and, and pay attention to your breath. Right. Count, count to four, count to four, count to four. And in your rational mind... Your rational mind may say, well, why am I standing here counting the four? I can concentrate on this. This is easy. It's only five minutes. And then the emotional brain's like, I don't want to stand here for five minutes. I don't I don't want to do I don't want to do any your emotional mind says, I don't want to do anything. I just want to go and sit in a bed, sit on my couch and Netflix and chill. Yeah. Because that's what happens in the emotional mind. But I do think that mindfulness starts in the rational mind because I think in order to really look at things you have to be mindful but I think it it fl- overflows into the emotional mind because then you have to figure out okay why are my emotions f- why are my emotions affecting me in the way that they're affecting me and is this something that I can control mm-hmm. And is this controllable? And I don't know if every situation is controllable. How you feel about situations is controllable if, if you have the development to make those discernments. Okay? I agree. There are things... Children will never be able to do this because they don't have the capacity well, to yeah. do that. Right. Because they don't... It's not developed yet. Yeah, the prefrontal cortex is, they say up, it, it can, you know, up to like 25. Yeah, it's 27, yeah. I've heard. Yeah, dude. It's crazy to think it is. that. It is crazy. It's crazy to think back to my age and what I was doing <laughs> at those ages. And, and now I wonder, you know, that at 25, I was a completely just whatever. And now it happened like gold 25 years wearing, later. Gold thong wearing silly boy. Yeah, I mean, shit, that was 97. I was 25, man. That was the end of Freak Nation. I think about all the things I did leading up to that, man. It's crazy. I left Freak Nation in 97, and I was 25 years old, dude. I thought my life was over. 
Wow, that is insane. I did. I thought I was done. Actually, actually, it's funny because 25 years later, I'm thinking about doing the same thing that I was thinking about doing at 25. I the, my intent when I left Freak Nation was to go back to school to get my my Casac. Yeah. It really was. Really? Yeah, yeah. I even like that no was kidding. part of the that was part of the reason why I was leaving. And I just never. I don't. Think I, I never. That. I never. You never. Never pursued, pursued it. it. And then, like you know, and it's like it's crazy because I'm heading to 51 soon and. I've literally like I've literally <laughs> let I've literally lived the circle of life in the last. <laughs> it's crazy, man. But our cycles really do repeat if we don't yeah. if we don't acknowledge them and then don't try to regroup them and try to send them in a different direction. And a lot of the things that I've been going through in the last year reflect that I haven't cleaned up some of the cycles. And well, 2023 is a new year. Exactly. I mean, again, you, as you know, the you know, depending on how many dump truck loads of shit that are there's dumped in front of you, it, it, this this takes time. It's not, you know, healing isn't for the uh, the weak. <laughs> no, it's not. But you can have a bunch of sh a bunch of dirt dumped on your thing, and you can create one hell of a motocross track though with that shit. You could. Have a little fun. Have a little fun. You know, make I mean, it you fun. Should have, well, you should exactly, have. Exactly. You should have fun because it's about the journey. You know, I think a, about all the years I didn't have fun, mm. and I look back at all those missed moments. I can't do that. And it's like it's sad because it is. But you, yeah, you can't. I, like, I'm not saying that. No, I, I, I look back on them all the time. But I've I've looked back on a lot of the things that I've that I've you know been in and not been present for or and then you realize you're still you know while you do that you're thinking as you just said looking back on some of the things you weren't present for what amount of those things were because of your thinking and oh, most of them yeah. were because of my thinking and or the way I thought about a certain thing or or stuff that I had that I didn't even realize I had that had come up pretty wild huh it is pretty it is but it it does go to show though that once you start to break down that wall the wall just comes down dude mm. and and unfortunately you think as you start breaking it down it comes down it's easier Yes, and I think it's easier for you to put the pieces. It's easier for you to recognize things. Mm. However, rebuilding something new, that's completely not in my wheelhouse right now. Like, and I, I'm trying to. I'm trying to rebuild myself. Right. Because that's I mean, the only person, that's the only thing the, that I can the, rebuild. The, the mental space to do that, though, you know? No, and and I, you know, and I, but I also give myself the grace to realize I don't, I can't have the same amount of space. I just can't. Right. I just can't. Yeah. And I, that's not a, that's not my, that's not a, um, a worthiness question. It's not that I'm not worthy to have that ability. It's that I just don't have that ability available to me right now because I've got other things that are taking up that space. Yeah. No, I, yeah, it's understandable for sure. You know? Right. And so it's good to, it's, I, 
it's good to have that grace is what I'm saying, you know, to have that kind of uh, self-compassion and, and say to yourself like, hey, you know what, right now isn't necessarily the time to do this, um, but I'm going to do it soon, you know, reconvene. And um, when I have some more space, you know, add stuff in when I'm able to. I think that's that's huge, being able to do that kind of thing. I think you need to be able to do that thing to continue on your healing journey. Well, you have to. And you have to allow yourself some, some grace. Yeah. Although, it is one of the hardest things to allow yourself. Especially... Like we a couple episodes back, we talked about low self opinion, and if you have a low self opinion of yourself, right. then unfortunately, you not only teach people how to treat you, you will treat people in a different way than you treat yourself. Right, right, right. <coughs> Which is a definite issue because that causes all kinds of other things to layer on top and not layer on top and layer on top. And again, at some point when you're producing a track. You got to figure out what enough is enough and when the track is done. And if you don't have that ability to say, oh, my God, I'm not worthy of this track, you're going to keep adding stuff and adding stuff. And you're not and you're going to think of something else. You're going to think of another like rhythm. You're going to so think of think another line. stepping away from that track, stepping away and, and maybe coming back with fresh ears. Yes. Oh, absolutely. That's one of the biggest things with mixing is fresh ears. And that's why after you've been doing it for two or three hours, you need right. to walk away and and do something different for a little bit. I'm just thinking, you know, using it <laughs> as like if we can allow ourselves a time out and step away from the situation that we're in and, um, you know, take a couple breaths, you know? Yeah. It, it could it could be um, beneficial. Something as simple as just getting up, getting yourself something to drink, going to the bathroom, just clearing out the cobwebs. Like, I mean, you know, we talk about music all the time, and I know one of the big things, like Pearl Jam, back when they were recording a lot, like the first couple albums, like when they were in the studio, like they would go out and play basketball every day. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, they were all, like, they're all big NBA fans. And being from Seattle, you know, yeah. supersonic and stuff. I, but I knew uh, the bass player because he always—he's one that wears the jersey. Yeah, right? he always wears basketball jerseys. But they actually would go out during the recording sessions and play basketball, just like you know, just like you see a lot of the European artists, like Bob Marley, you see in the old photos, right, and right, right. Rod Stewart kicking the soccer ball around, really, because it's like yeah. Oasis, because it's, it's it's that thing that kind of gets you away from something and kind of gives you a reset, and it's a, a familiar reset. And a familiar reset will help you come back off of those poles of whether the rational or the emotional and bring you back to center. Do you think that it would be helpful to almost practice these things? Yeah, I think that you have to. Yeah. I mean, you can, it can become, a, it can be a distraction, but I think if you find something that you, but we lose those things because there's things that we learn as kids that that keep us going, right? We we play as kids. Like, I, I kept myself occupied all the time. I had tons of plastic army men and, and cowboys and Indians and all those little plastic figures because mm -hmm. they were the perfect size for my small little sausage fingers. <laughs> and, and they were easy because I could create worlds. I could create 
all the storylines that I wanted to create and it allowed me to get out of myself. But what it also allowed me to do is realize that there's these little moments in the day where you can reset and you just have to find new, new ways to reset. Because right. you may not be able to, you know, if you if you're if you work in an office and you're playing with some army men or some figures on your desk, some people might be a little questionable about that. But so be it. Let them be a question. Let them question it. If that's really how your mind works, then do it. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. And 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 in order to bring yourself back to center you need to be able to recognize that you're too far out on one side or the other and then you need to learn how to restrain and bring it back together which is very hard it's very and especially hard. if you're stuck in the emotional mind you know the rational mind will the rational mind will give you all the facts and figures about why why you want to take your life and why it's not a good idea and what the statistics are. But the emotional mind says, I want to die. I feel like the biggest loser and piece of shit there is, and I want to die. That's a no. So how do you going. get That's back? Very... So how do you get back to center and say, wait a second, I have these feelings. These emotions are not necessarily all real because my brain is trying to kill me. How do you bring yourself back? I mean, it's a tough call. I, you know, I my thing is um, to try not to be more proactive, to try not to let yourself get that far. Sometimes it's hard though, because it sometimes look, you don't I, even recognize yeah, yeah. that you've no, gotten that far. I know, I know. I'm not. I'm not saying it's easy, and I'm not saying it's always possible. Um, I'm just saying like that would be um, so, that would be something that I would I try to you know I try to. Me personally, I try to make sure, you know, my sleeping habits are good. You know, my eating habits are good. I'm drinking water. I'm, I'm walking. Some of those things that, you know, are part of it, you know. And once you get into those grips, it's, it's, they kind of rob you from, from the things that you need to get out. Well, they, ro they actually rob you of the ability to see the whole picture that too yeah so i think it i think it clouds like the whole the whole thing your wise mind your rational mind your emotional mind but i like that you were talking when you were talking about like the you know the emotional mind and the rational mind with the suicide because well and i think that that's what a lot of it is yeah. however i mean that rational mind can be you know can affect that also. Yeah. Because no, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I think that's the main, that's why it's like the middle path is the balance. You know what I mean? The balance, the balance. that we, that we kind of all, um, want to attain someday. So, yeah. So battle, battle up, battle ready. The battle of, do. well, the battle with your mind is, something that you're going to have to deal with for a very long time as long as you're on this planet. Yeah, now, I think I think though if you can learn some of these things and if you can begin to stop yourself from reacting and learn to respond and you know, create these new habits, you know, I think it's it would be in time it would be more beneficial, obviously, but it will also 
I think it'll be the default. You know, you won't be so quick on the on the trigger. Creating the habits takes a little bit more of the rational mind and takes a little bit out of the emotional mind. So you have to be able to access that rational mind enough to say, wow, if I start right. doing this, this might feel better. This might be better. Or I might be better. Or I might feel better. I mean, you know, <coughs> just just being able to recognize and realize that you you have the power over the, you know, the mind. You know, you can stop and say, you know, is, again, is this, is this something that is um, sabotaging me or is this something that is, is helpful to me? You know, question things, continue to question things. And, and if, again, if you can create these patterns of, of that in time, you can, you know, take the needle off the record and, and skip the track. Yeah. And you never know what's on that next track it might be something really good. It's a deep cut. Deep cut, baby. A deep cut, man. AOR Radio. Hey, listen to deep cuts on Above Ground Podcast. That's right, deep cuts. <laughs> that rational mind, that emotional mind. How are you balancing the two? And do you recognize when you're stuck in one or the other? And can you pull yourself out of that? That mindset. The battle of the mind is the battle of evermore, man. This is true. This is true. And on is. that note. And on that note, man, until next time, get well. Be safe. Stay above. Above, above, above. Thank you for giving us a listen. New episodes every Wednesday. If you listen on Apple Podcasts, you can share, rate, review, and even subscribe so you'll never miss an episode. Other ways to support the show? Follow us on social media. Share the content. Share our episodes. You can also buy us a coffee at buymeacoffee.com forward slash above ground pod. For further concerns, show ideas, or just to say hi, you can email us at abovegroundpodcast at gmail. Once again, thank you for listening and supporting mental health. Keep the conversation going and stay above.